back. Hey. Let's go. Did that button hit red? Start it always feels good to hit that button red. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to week three of Job Hunt with BD. Yes, sir. And Lonnie. That's me. And uh, the action-packed show tonight. Yeah. Today on Job Hunt. Um, we're going to give you, obviously, some updates on our job search, which we got some stuff hot off the press. Hot. Hot. Piping hot. Piping hot. Like some butternut squash soup. Hot. On a cold Saturday in the middle of October. Hot. Yeah, exactly. And then, obviously, we have some new jobs. And, uh, yeah, we got some good ones. Maybe some really competitive salaries. We don't know yet. And uh, after that, we're going to do something new. We have some questions from some listeners. And uh, as always, if you have a question for the pod, you can email us at jobhuntbdlani at gmail.com. That's jobhuntbdlani at gmail.com. All right. Let's get started. Wow. Yeah. So we're both coming off big weekends. Huge weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what'd you get up to this weekend? Uh, I mean, this weekend, I... You know, it was my first weekend not working in a while, like a month or so. So, let loose a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I hung out with some friends. You know, played some pool. Nice. Uh, you know, went out in Venice a little bit. That was kind of fun. Ended up at some random house. Uh, it's like they're at some like EDM concert, and you know, I just had to use my network training to get into there. You know, yeah. start asking people <laughs> about the concert, what I thought about it. I didn't go to the concert though. Um, way to apply what we've learned in the job yes. hunt into your weekend. Exactly. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, just, like, made some contacts. Um, nice. And, yeah, and then Sunday, dude, I was just hitting, like, I had, like, a coffee with someone. Um, it's pretty interesting. And then, um, yeah, that lasted, like, an hour or so. And then I had a dinner that night, too. Um, dude, expert networker. So, yeah, I was just, like, a lot of networking. You know, a lot of schmoozing. Yeah. Um... You know, a lot of just charming, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it all went pretty smoothly. What about you? Uh, you know, I had a good weekend. I was out in uh, Cape May, New Jersey for a wedding, as you know. Um, uh, congratulations to Packy and Nora. Hey, congratulations, Packy and Nora. Yeah, it was a beautiful wedding. Yeah. Um, you know, good to see the fam. Of course, uh, you know, it's a good networking opportunity as well when you're at a big wedding. Absolutely. You know, kind of just hearing what people are up to, kind of bouncing some ideas off people. Yeah. Um, you know, just, you know, trying to keep the uh, the juices flowing as we hop into week three of unemployment. Yeah, man. Uh, so, I have a question about the wedding. When people ask you what you were up to, what's the best answer you give? Ah, uh, you know, I, I, people appreciate the honesty when you say, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. I'm still, uh, <laughs> you know, keeping my options open. Um, so, you didn't, you didn't do the class, a lot of big things in the work? Uh, not, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to be... You fabricate. Okay. So I was kind of just straight up about, you know what I mean? Uh, I was working for a little bit. I decided to, uh, you know, yeah. move on to the next chapter of my life. And uh, here we are. It was um, a especially, great wedding. and Especially at a wedding, that's great to do, you know, because you said networking opportunities. It's, you know, people are a little imbibed. People love talking about themselves. So yeah. basically anyone doing well is going to want to help you out. Yeah, exactly. You know, people, people love helping people out. When they've already been helped. When they've already been helped and something that will not threaten them at all, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So. Exactly. I mean, hopefully that went well and, you know, I'm sure, you know, maybe some business cards would have been cool, but. Well, actually, if we'll get, I'll get into it right now. Oh, okay. On my, uh, on my flight back yesterday, I was at the airport watching the Eagles game and uh, this lady came and uh, sat next to us. She was, you know, she was very uppity, like kind of seems like she was taking a bunch of calls and. And uh, she asked if I could watch her bags while she went to the bathroom. Okay. Great opportunity. Watched so what, her, watched the stuff? hell out of her bags. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, no, I mean, I kept a tight leash on those bags. Yeah, nice, um, nice, nice. She came back. She started cutting it up with us. She said, oh, so like, what, what's your deal? I was like, I just graduated school. Um, she's like, what do you do? Again, Keep I was real. just coming off of a big weekend of telling people what I did or I or guess have, lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, you know, gave her the spiel, gave her the one too. And she's like, "Wow, well, um, I'm actually the uh, VP of sales at a snack company. Oh, so I'd love to get you in touch with those guys." She started, you know, just plugging me from the bat, and I was like, "Wow, Whoa. this is great." And she's like, "Well, but I don't do the hiring there, so 
I actually just started my own shoe company. It's about to take off. Whoa. Yeah. And she's like, I, I could always use a hand if you need some. Or need a some, foot. Yeah, or a foot. <laughs> exactly. Um, she gave me her business card. She gave me, you know, a little pamphlet on the shoe company. Dude, this is why you needed a business card, though. You could have fired it off. I, I could have fired it right back. But um, imagine your business card said your name, your number, and then a professionist said, still figuring it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be a pretty like good, a pretty honestly. funny business, business yeah. card. Yeah, I think that would uh, go. kind of work. Yeah, so I texted her before we got on the flight, and uh, she was like, "Great, great to meet you as well. Uh, I'll be in touch." So we'll see yeah. what happens with that. Could be a good little side gig while I still try to figure something out. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, is this like a startup shoe company or? Is it- uh, dude, she said that they're doing well and they're having a big event next weekend with a bunch of influencers, and we should probably hit this. Yeah, so I, if she needs a hand, I'm more than happy to help. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is Halloween weekend. And there is a salary ranch appearance in our future, so this is it true. might be hard for me to step out. But yeah, you know, you know, you got to keep the job hunt prioritized. Speaking of Halloween, I mean, maybe it's a good idea to just pitch in this. You know, shoot it down if it's not good. But yeah. maybe we dress for the job we want, <laughs> dude. I was like, when you started the sentence, I was thinking, this yeah. is probably where he's going with this. I love it. Yeah, so like... So you can really get a feel for what let's, it's like. Let's not, if we're going to enlist, let's not dress as people in the military. That might be a little disrespectful, but yeah. you know. That's true, that's We could true. just put sexy in front of the, the thing that we're going to do, you know, like like sexy <laughs> headhunter, right? Yeah. Or... Sexy uh, recruiter. Sexy recruiter. Or, uh, you know, sexy cop. Um, sexy... We don't want to deal with any stolen valor, though. Yeah, I mean, the sexy cop is... I think that's still okay. Actually, people aren't really doing the cop on Halloween anymore. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> what, what are some other jobs we discussed? Um, we could do... I mean, you oh, could do okay. scuba. Se- yeah, sexy scuba, di- scuba diver. <laughs> yeah. Um, you could just go, like, in just a speedo, but you still have the helmet yeah. and, and the, the and breathing keep, mask on. I'll keep my business cards, you know, somewhere. Um... <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, dude, sexy, sexy ticket salesman for the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, yeah. sexy mascot yeah. assistant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sexy mascot assistant. Um, Not yeah. a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's kind of maybe the sexy startup shoe salesman. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but Halloween is a good opportunity to kind of get a feel for how you would... Yeah, you know, I, be operating. It's also like you know, job. You want to like walk into that office like with good swag, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's you a good opportunity to perfect it. Yeah, I mean, before you even have the job, you're, you're dressing like you do. Yeah, and that's the first step to having that job first. You know what I mean? And then when you when you go to apply for the said job, you just send in a photo of you in the outfit, and they yeah. say, "Wow, this guy this looks the part." This guy looks the part, and he did it in a quite sexy way. Yeah, you know. Hey, man, there's some good ideas for the listeners out there that are also unemployed. If you're thinking about being, like, a cat or something again, like, no. No one's hiring cats. No one's hiring cats. No one's hiring ghosts. No one's hiring Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, (laughs) all right? Like, that job is already fulfilled. Yeah, by Harley Quinn, Yeah, The Harley Quinn. That's, you know, just go 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 somewhere you want to be. Like, have a good time, but also make it a useful time. Exactly, exactly. Even if you're really drunk and you can't put together a good sentence for networking purposes, you know, professionally. At least look the part. At least look the part, yeah. Yeah. You know, anyway. Damn, that was a good... Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think the final thing... Uh, so, yeah, I, I think the final thing that I had was just, you know, the just the networking with the flip phone, because I think we talked about this last time. Yeah, so... Yeah. For all the viewers out there... I'll keep it short and sweet. Yeah. I mean... Go for it. Dude, I mean, I had this flip phone for... Well, I didn't have a phone for four or five days, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I had this flip phone for, like, another six days, maybe, or something like that. Um, so, almost, just, like, almost two weeks, I'd say, without any kind of smartphone. Um, it ended up being just this huge week of networking. A lot of just communication. A lot of lo- flipping up, a lot of flipping down. Well, like, dude, that was a problem, was, you know, communicating on a flip phone, as everyone knows, is quite hard. And, uh... I was forced to give it up because it couldn't do the one thing that it was supposed to do, which was call people. No one can fucking hear me on the phone. Dang, really? Yeah. And, but here's the thing. I was so, I felt so like positive the entire week, you know, when I wasn't dealing with like the technology issues, it was like, I was really just, you know, I I wasn't really overthinking anything. You know, you're just kind of like, you're kind of more, you're more present as, as you would, might imagine. Um, dude, yeah. And 
you know, it was really depressing when I had to satisfying because we're all addicted to them, but also depressing when I had to go back to the to the iPhone. And I think the reason I think we were talking about this, I mean, I'd love to play by my own rules. You know, I think I think in a lot of ways we all should play by our own rules. But unfortunately, man, like like I like it says on our business cards, you know, we're just figuring it out. Um, and it's hard to figure it out when, you know, you're only playing by your own rules. Um, it's especially when you're looking for an entry level position. Yeah. You can't, I just might not be badass enough. You really got to just cater to whoever it is that needs to be catered to. And I'll tell you what, in a position like us, we're not the ones being catered to. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was an interesting week. Learned a lot about myself. Learned a lot about everyone else, too. You know, because you're just watching other people more. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, no. I recommend just putting your... If you, if you know you don't have anything to do, like, you know... Everyone's got a laptop they can fucking text on. Put your phone away for a week. It's, it's, it's a nice time. Yeah. Um, and then everyone's going to say, I can't do that because I have a job. So, you know, maybe that's just... That's just us just trying to figure it out. But, anyway, yeah, that's how the flip phone went. Sorry, sorry, I still don't have it. But it's a shame to see it leave so early, but yeah. maybe it's a blessing in disguise. What's that Drake lyric? Uh, I love to watch her go, but I hate to see her leave. You know? Yeah, yeah. Couldn't have said I think he was talking about a flip phone. but <laughs> he, he may have. Yeah. He may have. You never know with Drake. There's always the subliminal messages within his... Yeah, he's always simping about something. You know? Yeah. Um, anyway, have anything else about uh, any updates? Um, yeah, so actually one of our listeners uh, put me in touch with their company... Which was awesome. I didn't think that pod would be a networking opportunity, but it, it really was. It really is. It yeah. was my most successful networking opportunity. <laughs> um, me and me and Lonnie were out on going to get some food earlier this morning, and I had to step away to take a uh, take a little bit of an interview call. Oh, nice! Which went very smoothly. Um, guy was a great guy, and yeah. uh, you know, shout out to uh, the, 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 the fine lady who put me in touch. Um, I heard the beginning of it. Just to pick up the phone. Um, yeah, well, what'd you think of my uh, initial... Well, I mean, we went from, like, groggy, going to walk and get food, and then the phone rings, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember you looked at the phone, and it was like, bang, game face. Like, hello? Yeah, yeah. You, see, you saw me yeah. get right into it. It was like, you know, it was like, hello? Yep. Uh, oh, hi. And bang. I was like, all right, let's go. That wasn't like a, hey, who is it? Oh, oh, hi. hi hello, hello. You know, it was, Hello? Yeah, into right it. into it. Right you, into you're it. just yeah. sounding confident. You, it's almost like I was expecting the call. Yes, which is really big because, like you, yeah, you could answer that phone on a Monday morning and kind of be, oh, like, who is this? Yeah, but no, yeah. I, I had the the, recogni- the recognition skills to to realize I didn't have this number saved. Yes, and it was coming from a um, out of town number, so I assumed that it was. Uh, uh oh! I'm getting another out of out of. Uh, we're gonna have to pause the, we're pause, have to pause the, uh, the podcast real time. This has never happened before. All right, <laughs> we are back. Whoa. Whoa! All right, so just to summarize, right there, uh, we were talking about BD's confidence answering the phone, and uh, it was literally tested as he got a job hunt call. I, I, real time. Real time. I just got a. I just had a, a job interview over the phone. Yeah. Um, unannounced. Didn't, wasn't expecting it. Again, Mac got to hear my right into it. Yeah, it's just another one of the, hello? Yeah, got right into it. Um, it, was a, it was a good meeting. It was a good interview. Uh, she had a couple of questions for me. Um, what kind of questions we are going there? Uh, tell me about your experience. Yeah. What, what have you been up to? What's, okay. uh, tell me a little bit about Link. Yeah. Um, just, you know. Very basic cookie cutter questions that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I already have the answers for. Okay. So it wasn't too stressful at all. So how did you, what was the, the finish up on the call? Um, you know, she said, let me see if I have any more questions for you. Um, this is, uh, I think, I think we kind of hit all the things from here. Uh, I'm going to pass you on to HR. Oh, nice. Put on a couple notes. Um, when you're passed on to HR, that, that, that means it's going well. Yeah, I, I think it went well. Okay. The, the salary is not as competitive as I would like. Yeah. But I'm still very much interested in the company and the position that I uh, signed up for. I think it's a, a cool opportunity. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, went well. Um, let's go. The pod guy's got to see me get right into another call. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, you know, it's not like, hey, we had an interview. <sighs> right back on the pod now, you know? Right back on, you know. This is why we, we do it for you guys, you I, know? If, if you guys can't tell, this is our full-time job at the moment. Yes. 
Um, I'm sure you got off the phone and said, hey, I got to get back. I'm recording a podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm recording a podcast about prospective interviews. Yeah. So if you could please... Uh, Imagine if we, we me... recorded the call for the pod. Yeah, that wouldn't have been a bad idea, honestly. But it would have been pretty good. We, we could have recording. bleeped out all the names and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, maybe next time. Next time. If we get another call, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put it on speaker, guys. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that would be great if they could get a real-time interview. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it'd be like job hunt the interview special. Yeah, dude, that was uh, that was a p- the perfect opportunity for it. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think we have any more updates about what's going on. Uh, I think that uh, you know it's just about diving into some new jobs now, and then we're gonna answer those questions. Unless you want to talk about anything else first. No, I think we uh, hit all the points. I think we did a. All right, well, speaking of Beverly Hills, I got a job idea for you, all right? I came across this. The salary is as competitive as you make it, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is technically, technically, it's kind of like a position where you start not making too much money, but then you can quickly start making a lot of money. Okay. okay? Two words. Mm-hmm. Personal shopper. Oh. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. For who? So I've looked this up. You know, you could do it at, you could be like a personal shopper at a, like a Macy's or something, right? Mm-hmm. But that's only where it starts. You do it for a couple months and then it's all about the networking, watching people's bags at the airport, that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, you're a personal shopper for some legit people. Dude, I, I actually like that idea. Yeah. You also look like a baller going into the yeah, store. Yeah, exactly. And you're going into these stores, right? You're like, ah, this is what I thought of you. Because I see you a lot of the times wearing other people's uh, expensive clothing. Yep. So this is like you wearing it and then saying, no, 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 but this is yours though. I got this for you. Yeah. You know? Dude, I, dude I'm, I'm really into this. Okay. So you see an actual job post for that or you just looked up the idea? Um, I mean, I saw one uh, personal shopper at Mr. Porter. Let's find out what it is. I saw it on LinkedIn. Mr. Full full time. I don't know what Mr. Porter is, but oh, the world's leading online luxury fashion retailer. So this would be online personal shopping, which I'm not. I'm not as keen on. I'm that. not as keen on that. But there's other ones too. It's a, dude, I, Mr. Porter. I'm I'm checking out their website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, we've got stylist is looking for a personal shopper. So what it seems to me is Mr. Porter is kind of like a marketplace of a bunch of different yeah, yeah, yeah. places and what you'd be doing is you'd be going on the internet trying to find some uh, some some stuff that just like stuff that brand. Like stokes people. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's a little bit like ASOS, you know what that is? No, I don't know what ASOS it's, it's, is. It's a similar idea. So like yeah, like personal shopper Beverly Hills, Newman Marcus, all right. Uh you know that I'm just give me the salary, right? I hate when they keep the salary off the thing. It's yeah, like, come on. Like, what, like, don't make me waste my time. Yeah, and what are those, like, competitive salary? It's like, I'll tell you if it's competitive. Yeah, like, competitive. that's up to me to decide yeah. if it's competitive. You know why? Because you're competing against other people. Now, yeah. I, this might be a completely different direction. Personal shopper, fresh market, you know? You can do some food. You can do some food. Yeah, you know, but... I'm not a big food guy, though. Yeah, I, it, it doesn't I, sound as cool as fashion, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, like I have a, I have a uh, interest in fashion and food. I try not to eat too much. Yeah, you're not, you're not like a huge food guy. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't like. I'm sure you know this. Like I go a couple days without eating. Just anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's more on a financial basis. No. <laughs> nah. Uh, what's the how, how? What's the longest amount of time you've gone without eating? Oh, there were some days at GMAs where, yeah, I would just straight up not eat for like five days. <laughs> you survived. You survived. Well, like that's when like the bread burger was a big thing. Yeah, I mean the bread burger was huge. So anyone who's unemployed and looking to tighten their belt physically and metaphorically, um, <laughs> the bread burger is just taking a like, hamburger bun with nothing in it and eating it. Yeah. So I was living off bread burgers for about two weeks. Yeah. At my time at GMA was when I went through my monthly stipend. Um, it wasn't bad, dude. I actually preferred the bread burger for a little bit. Really? Yeah. But, you know, Dane made me a little bit self-conscious about it. Oh, yeah. Dane with a job. Yeah. Like, that guy's always freaking employed. <laughs> the hell's wrong with yeah, him? Yeah, it's ridiculous being employed all that often. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, this is also kind of fashion Maybe something a little more you're into, too. 
uh, celebrity watch dealer. Dude, how do you get into that? I think a good way to get into the celebrity watch game is maybe spend some time working at a watch retailer. Okay. Because I, I saw one of those jobs. Cartier is hiring. One yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not a huge, I'm not too keen on the idea of being a in-person retailer. Really? Like working in like a Rolex store. Like those Not people, a Rolex store, but, but you like, know what I mean? Like Cartier, I'm sure is along the same lines. You wear a suit. Yeah. You know? It's just like, for, it's for some reason when I'm in there, like I see those people, I'm like, dude, like, fuck these guys. <laughs> uh, I don't think they're going to hire you now. A lot of them listen to the podcast. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, it's cool. It's just, just like, go at Halloween, like, just dress up as a sexy watch dealer. It's a good idea. I mean, sexy personal shopper. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, I guess I like, I like the uh, celebrity watch dealer sounds a lot sicker than, than retail, watch retail. Store. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I bet a bunch of them aren't even, you know, I mean, cause I, I it's, it's all about the middlemen, you know, they'll have people who do the, that's more of like a networking opportunity. If you yeah. already know, like celebrities. To a, be lot like, of, a lot of hanging out at like One Oak and Poppy. Yeah. yeah. Saddle you get Wild Goose on the line and... Yeah, dude, maybe Wild Goose can get us into this game. Yeah. All right. Well, I like that one. Um, yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. I appreciate you okay. bouncing the idea. All right, I got one with a competitive salary. Here we go. Sounds delicious. Um, and it's uh, something that could really take you in a hard left turn. Alright, what do we got? Chocolatier. What what am I churning chocolate or dude, you're like you're like making chocolate. Where's where's that based out of? Hershey PA? No, dude, just like right here in LA. Just you know. You could you could have like a chef hat on. Just like taste chocolate. I'm interested in the idea of that. Maybe that's what I'll try out for for a Halloween is maybe be a chef, a chef outfit. Yeah. Uh, that's not that's not a bad one actually, dude. People don't really do the chef for Halloween. They don't. I say chocolatier because I mean the place in Seattle is paying twenty one dollars an hour for it, which it's, is not bad. It's fairly competitive. Yeah, it's fairly competitive. Um, the chef is not a bad one. No, because the chef is like perfect. Because the dirtier the costume gets, the more it just looks like you're a chef. Yeah, you it know? looks like you've been hands on. Yeah, getting into it. Um, you could also work your way if you have the chef. Say we're going out to a restaurant and I'm in a chef outfit. Yeah. I could walk back into the galley. Yeah, and you're just like, hey, and let me get going. I instantly <laughs> have the credibility because I'm in the outfit, and they might not question it. Wow, that must be terrifying if you're a chef on Halloween. It's just like you never know if someone's a traitor. Or, you know, yeah, you, you you don't know who's gonna order something from you. Yeah, um, and I could look the part, but I don't think I could. Chef the part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not much of a chef, as you guys can tell from my bread burger Yeah, bread burger. I mean, maybe you were like, put some olive oil on them, grilling those things up. Nah, that was, that was straight bread. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think you should do the chef for Halloween. That's a good idea. I just do like, I think, I think Will did that one year. He did? Yeah. He went as Gordon Ramsay one year. Okay. And he put the, the pencil behind his ear and got like chef whites. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then shout out to Bond for for pulling that off. Yeah. I could see I could see Bond being a uh, a, chef. A, a young Ramsey in the flesh. Yeah, she's getting fired up. Yeah. Right? he loves being people to get fired up. I don't want to mention who he was. Yeah, last Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> it was about yeah, if fired you, if, up. If you want to find out who he was last Halloween, email the pod at jobhuntbdlonnie@gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. uh, or you can reach uh, Will's personal at yeah seven one three. Um, no, but yeah, th- those are two good, uh, okay. Ramsey and the other. Um, do you have any jobs that you found? <laughs> um, let me see. I think I saved a couple on, uh, LinkedIn. It, LinkedIn's getting a little dry for me. LinkedIn is getting a little too personalized to what it thinks I want. Because but now I, we're looking at, I look up like dumb stuff oh. <laughs> and now it thinks that I actually want to do that. Yeah, but like, it's also a thing of like, for me, it's just way too dry with things that I should be doing, right? But I want LinkedIn to, t- if you're such a good tech company, tell me what I want to be doing that I don't know I want to be doing yet. They should have a, like a, um, like a personality test on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's like, are you the type of guy who enlists? Because I you know? think the biggest thing when you're looking for a job, or at least for myself, is I'm not necessarily sure what I want to do in yeah, specific. For sure. So it's like I find myself looking up stuff that I know like my friends do, but is that what I want to do, or do I just know that that exists? And like, there's got to be a job out there that was just built for you or I. Right. And I just I don't know where to find it or how to find it. Well, so. the other thing is. Um, Happiness is, you know, all about expectations. Yeah. So if you're content with your job, you know, the, the people who are happiest with their job might be, you know, a fucking waiter at a diner and not the person who's making a billion dollars at a company. True. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of it is what, what are your expectations? What do you want to get out of work, you know? It's mm-hmm. money, it's money. If it's... Uh, networking. Networking, <laughs> it's, you know, your... Competition, competition. You know, uh, like, and this is different for everyone. But I think, I think the first step to that is being honest with yourself about what you want out of that. Yeah. Um, and frankly, that's the hard part because I'm not sure I do know what I want out of like a job at 22 years old. Dude, I couldn't agree more. I, yeah. I'm just not sure what exactly. Yeah. I'm here to do. Yeah. I mean, so if you got any, you know, you got any questions? And listen, I've had a lot of jobs in my past. You know. Yeah, and if, if you guys know any personality tests that would uh, yeah. put us in in line with what we should be doing, yeah, send it our way. You guys know the email, of course, Job Hunt BD and Lonnie. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we'll take the, the, the we'll take the personality tests from a Cosmo. We'll take them from a psychologist, whoever it is. You yeah, know? no, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. So, all right. So, what, did you get? Did you save any jobs? Ah, uh, dude, I got I got an interesting one. Okay, uh. I found this one because it was under writer, which we searched before. We both know English quite well. Yep. Um, and uh, assistant was also in the title. So writer assistant is something that's kind of been floating my way on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. But the word before this, though, WWE writer's assistant. WWE? Oh, like the wrestling. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I don't even know this. I have an extensive history in WWE. But do you really? <laughs> well... I really, I had all the action figures. I, I was a big fan of WWE when I was growing up. Who who are some of your 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 guys that you like? I liked uh, I liked Rey Mysterio a lot. Yeah, Black a Black Ass <laughs> one nine. Dude, I, I really liked him. I was a big fan of Kofi Kingston. Oh, he's like, boom, like, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when he do like his specially move the, Ooh, the Trouble, trouble in yeah, Paradise. Trouble in Paradise. That yeah. was yeah. I like Kofi. I liked um, I like Rob Van Dam. I don't remember that was. <laughs> Yeah, he was a little bit off to the side, but <laughs> dude, I liked uh, um, I liked John Morrison. I thought he had the craziest move out of anyone. Was he? Uh, he was the guy who he had like the whole like seventies long hair vibe. Thing. Yeah, kind of like a Shawn Michaels type. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, and he did this move where he like he would like start and he'd launch himself into the corner of the ring and like bounce himself off with his legs and do like a corkscrew. Oh, dude, I know who you're talking about. That guy's a beast. That guy was insane. And he'd have like sunglasses on. The the 2000s WWE was actually something else. When they split up SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. It was like two different shows. Yeah. Yeah, like Monday Night Raw, Saturday Night SmackDown. Yeah, but the... I mean, The Undertaker had just... Talk about theatrics right there. Dude, that guy might might be one of the scariest fucking guys of all oh, time. Oh, yeah, I've had bad dreams about him. The, <laughs> I think The Undertaker, though, like, imagine walking in. No one has ever walked in a room like that guy does. Uh, imagine, like, everyone's just talking, be like, hey, what are you doing? Eh, I'm just trying to figure it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm starting an upcoming shoot company. Boom. Lights go out. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? It's like the Boom. <laughs> yeah. Boom, like, oh shit, the Undertaker has walked into the airport. You think, yeah, I was just about to say, you think he like walks into the airport and like the whole theatrics still happens? <laughs> There's like smoke everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the Undertaker! <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway, writer's assistant, WWE. This is this is what it's about. Alright, uh, it is not in Los Angeles, unfortunately. It uh. is in Stamford, Connecticut, New York City area, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, I like what they start out with though. Key responsibilities at all time. Pay close attention to detail. Because they're kind of telling you that for reading this, too. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> uh, it's smart. Yeah, it's just like you're assisting the writing team. You're assisting writing, like, scripts for matches. That's that's fun. Promos, which are also kind of fun in itself. Uh, a lot of transcribing, probably when you get there, work your way up. 
um, assist writers with execution of backstage and in-ring segments at WWE TV shows. Serve as a runner, so you're like, hey, I gotta get Cody Rhodes' body oil before the match or something, right? <laughs> yeah. um, Cody Rhodes. Two years of writing or production experience. I might have that. Yeah, you have that. I don't, I don't know about you. I don't think I have You have two years of writing experience. Yeah. All right, four, this is what both a BA degree in film, media studies, journalism, communications, or English. So Oof. there we go. This is what's kind of cool, though. Willing and able to travel for business exclusively on a regular basis. So you, and it, then it parenthesis says approximately 70% to 100% of the time you're traveling. So this is a job you're like, hey, we're hitting the road. We're going after it. And I'm just going to spend a year with professional wrestling. Dude, it, it would definitely be a, a cool experience. It'd be a cool experience. Dude, 70% to 100% of the time traveling. Like, and, and you go to like some weird places for WWE. Yeah, but you also go to some cool places. True. True. It's definitely like a mix. Could of you like, do a job that requires that much traveling? I'd like to see if I could do it, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Maybe that's something, you know, when we say like, hey, we don't know what we want to get out of it. What if we, what we want to get out of it is like, hey, we're young. Let's, let's fucking hit the road. I think it'd be fun to do it with a friend. Yeah, that would be fun. I, I don't know if I personally want to be stuck with a bunch of WWE guys traveling. I'd love to know what these guys are like. Dude, they're probably like, like... Dude, they're like actors. Yeah. They're probably like standard guys, I feel like, maybe. I, I, feel, I, like, I feel like I'd get in like really good shape if I was around these guys all the Are time. Are there any openings for wrestlers? Oh! I mean, I'm pretty sure they have that. They've got like the training school in Florida, right? <laughs> is, that, uh, is that so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me look this up. Dude, that could be something interesting. Okay, here we go. I found it. The WWE Performance Center. Alright. <laughs> and there, here's apply. Oh my god. Yeah, 80% of Raw and SmackDown superstars originated from the WWE development system. Oh, dude, this thing looks pretty, like, legit. Yeah. Education. There's people in, like, classrooms, like, learning about this shit. <laughs> like, how much do you think these guys get paid? I don't know. I mean, they're, like, contract-based, right? Yeah, like, they sign, like, three-year deals or something. Mm-hmm. So this is what this is what the lifestyle is, right? Performance, daily in-ring training, strength and conditioning, character development and injury prevention and care. Education, advanced educational support, including the opportunity to pursue Oh, you can get your college degree. Learn new languages, life skill training, professional development and public speaking. The public speaking seems important if you're a wrestler. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to kill the red lightning in the <laughs> ring, you know? Um live events, attendance and participation at the discretion of NXT, that's that show, right? NXT coaching staff, NXT TV tapings. Listen, what a what a left turn this would be. What would what would your like character be? Yeah, that's what I was trying to think. I of. could see you doing the. Remember that guy, Alberto Del Rio? Yeah, I do. I <laughs> got such a fuck. <laughs> he came out in like the Rolls Royce. Yeah, no, like I was thinking my my character could be like the Scott Disick of wrestling. Okay, yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> kind of like a fucker, like. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I, I feel like that'd be like a good idea. Yeah, I, I maybe mean, maybe you could pull like your golf bag from under the ring and start smacking people with like an eight. I, I would love that. Yeah, it can't be my eight. I lost my eight. Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, what, what would your what would your guy be? Oh man, that's that's hard. It's really hard. I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like I might want to do like something where I'm like. You could be like the Land Rover of wrestling. The Land Rover? What does that mean? Like a real like like earthy like bush guy. <laughs> like yeah, you pull I, up in like your boots. Yeah. Like maybe I come out like I'm like I just was like I was like found in the woods. <laughs> yeah, like grow out a little scrub. Yeah, like, like they like maybe like, get the mullet again. Yeah, I, the mullet would probably be a must. But yeah, they'd be like they just found this man in the woods, <laughs> like wrestling, living bear. with bears. Yeah, yeah. Living, he was trained. He wasn't trained at the WWE Performance Center. He was trained by bears <laughs> yeah. in the Bear Performance Center. Um, Dude, that could come work. out like I just like maybe I'm like crushing beers like Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. What would your move be? Uh, like, <sighs> would it be like a kick? Would it be like a submission move? I think I'd be more of like a like call my lawyer guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd love for yeah, 
We know, like, you get hit, and then you call your lawyer and yeah. sue him. It's like, swing first, bro, swing yeah. first. <laughs> you get hit, call your lawyer, get a quick bag, maybe a little commission. Maybe you're, like, the ultimate villain because you never wrestle. Yeah. You always get in the ring and then take out your phone and call someone to beat the shit out of the other guy. Yeah, and then my boys come out. Yeah. Take like, the shit like, out of him. You have, like, 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 henchmen, yeah. Yeah. Who, like, dress exactly like you. Dude, that'd be a good name for a wrestler. The henchman. The henchman. Yeah. But it has to be, like, a group of henchmen, though. Yeah, you could do a little group thing. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. The henchman. Yeah. I think my move would probably... I think the only time you do hurt people is when you hit them with, like, a golf club or something yeah. like that. Or, like, throw a drink in their face. <laughs> yeah. Like, cut them with a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think my move would probably have to be, like, uh, some sort of... Uh, it'd have to be, like, a submission move, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I, I, I'm not like about like the acrobatics. Your or, your move could be the bear trap, the bear hug. Yeah, like yeah, the, you just like, like squeeze oh. the shit. Out of the- <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, well, the WWE, uh, Mr. McMahon, if you're uh, yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> Mr. McMahon, Triple H, if you're listening, like let us know. Like we just fired off some good ideas, and I was on the spot. Like, yeah, <laughs> give us a couple, couple. Hey, if we're in the writing room. Dude, we could, uh, well, that's the thing. We good. could write with our, we could write our own storylines yeah. because of our English skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, like maybe we just maybe, made a good case. Yeah. Maybe this fourth episode will be recorded from the WWE Performance Center. Yeah. Or for in your case, the woods. The, the woods. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, no, he actually went to the woods to train <laughs> yeah. to have a fake fight. Um. Yeah. Any uh any other any other jobs you want to talk about? Um. Dude, you know, I wish I did a little more preparation for the, uh, for the job, the job front for this episode, <laughs> but, uh, dude, I, let me see, like, I have a question for jobs okay. that we could do before we do the question and answer. Yeah. I was thinking about this last time before we did it. Um, what fictional jobs from like movies or TV shows would you want to do and think you could get into doing? Hmm. That's a good question. And this could be anything. I think that I could do a good job. Like, the, 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 you don't even have to like the character. It's just more about, like, the job. The job, yeah. yeah. Um, I think maybe what Leo was doing in Catch Me If You Can. Oh. I could be that's a pretty great, yeah. skilled at. Well, that would work perfectly for Halloween because that guy's just exclusively in costumes. Dude, so that's you, a good idea for a costume. Yeah, I mean, you could dress as a pilot. You're like, are you a pilot? Be like, no. Like, I'm, I'm impersonating a person. Yeah, yeah, I'm impersonating a guy who impersonated being a pilot. You could dress as a doctor and say, I concur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, do you concur? That's a great scene. Yeah. That's a great scene. Um, but, yeah, that'd uh, be really fun. Yeah, what about you? You have an answer for that? Well, before that, I mean, you might have to travel back in time because I feel like the only reason that worked for him was because there's no online, lack of technology. Yeah, like online banking wasn't a thing. So he's yeah. forging checks. Um, I don't know how good I'd be at that part, but I think I'd be pretty good at like. I'd say you're faking. pretty like you're pretty good like arts and crafts person. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. it's it's just all gluing and like shit like that. Yeah, but know? he had such an extensive knowledge of like what type of glue, yeah. what type of. He had that type of knowledge you only have if it's your only means to survive. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's a good way of putting it. Um, I think, uh, but speaking of of jobs, or I mean, speaking of movies. Um, I watched Legally Blonde last night, so kind fire. of for inspiration. Okay, because I was she takes a hard left turn. Oh yeah, because like had you seen it before? No, I had not. And I love that movie. Well, it, it fired me up because it's like if Elle Woods, yes, can get a job yeah. at, at a at a, a, a firm. A, yeah, a, a and Elle Woods graduated firm, from Harvard Law too. Then anyone could do it. Yeah. So I, I felt pretty inspired by that. I also watched on my flight back, Stand and Deliver. I've never seen it. Which is another very inspiring movie. What's it about? It's about a, uh, a teacher who goes into a, um, like a Hispanic school system that's just riddled with, you know, kids that are just uninspired and he kind of just inspires the kids to oh, nice. uh, work hard and pass the AP calculus exam. I, I like, I like movies with teachers who fire people up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, was, I was very inspired Dead by Dead Poet Society. Great movie. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Great this movie. Is, this is Elle Wood's movie. final speech when she's graduating and she's giving the commencement oh, address. Oh, yeah, I remember. This is, uh, this, this is what she says. It is with passion, courage, and conviction, and strong sense of self that we take our next steps into the world, remembering that first impressions are not always correct. You must always have faith in people, 
And most importantly, you must always have faith in yourself. Wow. Yeah. Fire. Oh, Woods is a very inspiring individual. It's like her. She broke away. She was born into the rich family. She broke yeah. away from the the, the materialism. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, she was she was um, encouraged by the prospect of getting her man back. But I think she learned a lot about herself. And about yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is you. Like, I thank God you brought up this movie. It's actually a huge movie that relates to people not knowing what they want to do about jobs because. She got into this job through a completely fucked up materialistic type obsessiveness type thing. Yeah. Of wanting to be with a boyfriend who couldn't be with her because he wants to run for Congress or something. Uh, <laughs> and, and he actually graduated without having a job offer. Oh, yeah. They do mention that. Yeah. yeah. Because he didn't have passion or conviction and did not have faith in himself. He, wanted, he more wanted to act the part exactly. rather than be the part. And, and she finds out that she's passionate about this thing and she succeeds in it, right? Yeah. And, you know, what we were talking about before is, you know, we, we don't know what, you know, at this age we want to do. It's like, you know, there's no right or wrong answer to find out how that is, you know. It could be through LinkedIn or it could be through an ex-girlfriend or it can be through, you know, a job that you don't like. Yeah. Or so. someone. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought it was a very uh, applicable movie to our lives right now. Yeah, I know. That's a good movie. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like a job from a movie that I... Uh, I'd like to, uh, so you want to be the teacher and stand and deliver? You say that? No. Uh, I, you just like the movie? I, I, I just like the movie. I was more saying that just something inspiring. Hey, what about this? Point. What about, uh, Kunu in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Dude, that is the, the That's best. That's a great job. The best backup of like, of, like, all, of time. all time. Go to Hawaii and become a surf instructor. Cause guess what? Kunu, I don't I'm not sure he knows how to surf. And they were still willing to take a chance on him at that hotel. Exactly. He, and you know. He's like, he doesn't follow time, you know? Yeah, no, he stopped wearing a watch years ago. <laughs> now he just reads it on his phone. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that's an all-time line. That's, that's an all-time line. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I'm looking at other movies right now, too. This is not it's something I want to do, but in Ted, if a teddy bear can get a job as a store clerk, mm-hmm. anything's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah. Um, do you see, that's what movies were made to do. Inspire. Inspire, you know, and, um, give people hope. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think... The movies we've mentioned do a great job of doing so. All right, I gotta. Um, should we should we hop over to the writing questions from our viewers? Yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah. Or were you about to take another turn? Oh no, I wasn't gonna take a turn. I was just about to say a job, but no, let's you know we don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it for next week. Yeah, I mean we'll just you know, come with some new ones next week and all that kind of stuff. Um, we have no plans of being employed next week. No, <laughs> I mean you're closer than me now with these calls coming on left and right during the during the pod. Yeah, this week is heating up. Yeah. The other thing I was just going to say is uh, just, like, driver for bank robberies, which seems pretty I, cool. I would be very interested. Unfortunately, that's not on the job boards. Yes. <laughs> that's more of a... Uh, Should we post a job board for that and just see what kind of responses we, we get? We could hang up flyers around town. Hey, we're, yeah. we're going to drive for... Yeah. I, or, yeah, I'd be like, hey, like, are you robbing a bank and need someone to drive? Yeah, like, plans to rob a bank anytime soon? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm your guy to get you to and fro. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, we're... So, uh, we do have some questions from the listeners. Yeah, I'm All excited right. to hear these. This question uh, is from a listener uh, named Todd. Guess what? His name's not really Todd. Oh, you got me there. I was yeah. wondering who wrote it. I was Todd Carney is a avid hey. listener. <laughs> this question is from Todd Carney, famous <laughs> New Zealand rugby player. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Hey, uh, hey, BD and Lonnie. Love the show so far. Great. I have a question. That regards interactions, opening and closing, in cold calls, interviews, coffees, what have not. Mm. How do you smoothly begin and end a conversation when the other person has no plans of doing so? Yeah, this is a common run-in with, is with the cold call and the cold, the, call. And the cold yeah. pitch. Yeah. I think what you got to do is establish the personal connection from the, from the bat. Yeah. You go... Hey, hey, Mike. This is uh, this is Brian and Paul calling from such and such, uh, Incorporated. Um, I noticed you may be in the market for something. I don't want to get right into the pitch. I'd like to hear a little bit more about yourself, so uh, I can maybe find out if this is something you may be interested. Do you got a minute? Yeah. And then, how do you finish it off? I think that would that would you know kind of keep it keep them around for a second, and then I, you'd say, you know what? I'll tell you what. 
I will um, follow up with you in a week. I'll give you some time to sit on the idea. Mm. If it's something you're interested in, it is. If it's not, no worries. You know, I just thought you might be a viable candidate to be interested yeah. in what we have to sell here. Um, you go about your day. You enjoy yourself. Put some thought to it. Um, I'll be in touch in a week or so. Okay. Now, I, I, I had a, a coffee where I think I kind of beefed the... It was in person, right? I haven't done anything in person in a while. Um, but... Clearly, you know, it was like the situation where uh, I was leaving, but then I found out that he was staying at this table. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know. I didn't have. I wasn't given any cues of like when I should get up and leave. Like, yeah, when it when is it going to be rude? When is it the right time? But yeah. like everything was winding down. And it was like kind of fucking weird for a second, and I thought I was doing. It I was could doing be awkward, it, right? But then I realized it, it's it's a two way street, right? And. All I needed, though, and what I didn't do, is just, just get out of the door sooner rather than later. Yeah, you don't want to stick around. You don't want to stick around. And I needed the line to get out of the door. And there's some good lines. And I remember one you said once. Yeah, was, uh, I, I have a feeling you're going to bring this up. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let you get back to it. Yeah, that's a, that's such a, that's that's a great because you, you don't know what they're getting back to. Yeah, but you understand that they have some they have some other matters to do. Yeah, with. or the other thing you could do is set a clock on it in the beginning, and that's like even if there is no clock, and you sit down and very very politely you're just like no yeah 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 I'd love I'd love to talk for not don't say an exact exact time but I'd love to talk yeah just, I'm not doing it too much after this I'm just doing this after you do mention what you're doing yeah. after this. And then so you have that you have that out, and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, well I got to get to that that you know dog show I was talking about before, yeah. you know, like and you have that out, and also if you go longer and he wants to go longer, it makes you look like you're ruining your plans later because this person you're talking to is so important. Yeah, that's that's very true. You got to make it seem like they're the number one priority. To yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean that's that's kind of a tightrope walk that one, but that one's good. The cold call, there's never going to be the, the cure. The cold call, there's never going to be a cure. It's like balding. They're never going to find a, an exact cure, but we'll always come up with a, a good option. Cold calling about balding is just like, hey, man. You know. I understand you're in the market for some hair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll let you get back to it. Um, I'll let you get back to balding. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that, that's kind of the answer to that one. Uh, that's a good question. And, and the biggest piece of advice is... If you think if you're self-conscious that you did the wrong thing, a that means that whatever you did probably wasn't that wrong of a thing because the people who are really doing the wrong thing have no idea they're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And b that person probably feels awkward about seven other things that he did during that conversation too. We're all overthinking the. Everyone's over. We're, we're, we're all overthinking it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. This next question comes from Laura in New York. Oh. Who asks? Hi, BD and Lonnie. Love the pod. Thank you. Thank you. How do you remain so positive while dealing with so much rejection? <laughs> that comes from Laura in New York who asked that question. All right, Laura, I appreciate you writing in. Um, it was just a really supportive and nice question. Yeah. Um, um, I think the, the best way to stay positive is... You, said, you, know, you, you want to take this one, Matt? Oh, yeah, I'll take this one. <laughs> I, uh, I think that, uh, you know, I think that we're in a constant state of rejection, right? Yeah. And that should be the state you, uh, you're, you're, you're living in, right? But that doesn't mean that you should expect it. It's just that it should mean that you're not surprised when it happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like that classic, oh, it only takes one yes. It's like, well, yeah, I mean... Because the people who were not rejected into whatever they're doing for how long they were doing it, it was only one time. It was only one time. Mm-hmm. And you're wasting your time. If you just, it's just a fucking waste of time worrying about something you can't control. As yeah. Always. I, I think that's, that's well put. I, just, I think what you got to realize is there's hundreds of thousands of people out there that are constantly getting rejected, whether it's on the job front or the whether chum front. the chum front. Yeah. Just any front, you, you got to realize that Whatever happens is not the end all be all. Yes, They're, you're gonna figure it out. You're, you're gonna you're, there's you're gonna find your niche at some point. Yeah, and you know people do feel confidence off other people, mm-hmm. and the people who don't get rejected as much are people who a look like Brad Pitt, 
or B, um, or B are just really confident and are just, and you know, it's just like, it's like a disease. Yeah. You will get rejected more the less confident you are. Yeah. So whatever you can do, I mean, how do we do it? I mean, whatever I can do to keep my confidence up, to feel more confident, whether it's working out, whether it's doing something that I actually like doing, right? Not going for a fucking job that I don't want to do because then I'm not going to be confident into it. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Then like, that's kind of what fires me up about all right, well, I really want to do this. I'm wasting my time if I'm not confident about it or, you know, doing stuff that just makes you happy. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, I think the biggest thing is the, the identity part. Everyone wants to have this somewhat of like identity and mm-hmm. like a job helps with that. Some people fall into that, right? Their entire life is their job or something like that. Yeah. And you don't want to get too ex- existential with it when you, when it comes to, you know, like, oh, I just got denied. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. my life is over. It's not. That's, that's, you'll, you'll, we're, we're young. We're young. We got so much time to figure it out. We're young. We're, you know, it's Halloween. We're not bald. Like yeah. We talking about before. Thank, yeah, thank God. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll all be good. Just keep your confidence up. Yeah. Just just be prepared. And if, if you run into a roadblock, you run into a roadblock. You know, that's... Yeah. So, Laura... There you go. There you go, Laura. <laughs> Thanks for the question. Um, <laughs> all right, next question. This is from Jessica. Laura, that was our actual real name. I wanted to mention how mean that question was. Um, <laughs> but that, none of these other ones are real names. Um, uh, Jessica says, hey, I'm having an interesting situation at work. I love my job. I love the commute. It's easy. Great time. Everyone's supportive. But there's a guy there who we may be talking on more of a non-professional level. Oof. Should I hook up with my coworker? Ooh. Yeah. I love this question. I love it. Let's talk about dipping the pen in Company Inc. I, I am more than happy to do so. Okay. I think that it just goes without saying that that is one of the slippier slopes you can hop on. Yeah, don't poop where you eat. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think if you're talking to this guy and you see an actual future with him, mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of people meet at work. Yeah, a lot of people meet at work, and it can really work out. But you have to really assess the situation and say, is this guy someone I could see myself actually dating and like mm-hmm. being with? Yeah. Because if you just go for that one night hook up or, or like you do like the three week stint. And you're saying, I, I would never date this guy, but I would I don't want to get too into it, but it, 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 you got to think about how worth it is. Because if you love your job and you love everything that's going on, you don't want to compromise that yeah. by getting involved with someone that you don't, that's not completely worth it. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me play a little devil's advocate to that. Yeah. You're young. This is not like a, you know, like assistant and VP situation. We're all, everyone who's, everyone's young who's listening and, you know, asking these questions. Yeah. We're young. This is devil's advocate. We're young. We, we are social, we're young. Um, (laughs) Just like our social scenes in college were probably built around the friends that we made through college. I feel like our social scenes, especially if you move to a new place for a job, are more built around work. The work people you work with. You're going out with people you're working with. You're drinking with the people you're working with. You're texting them during the day about work stuff. You're gossiping about your boss. It's it seems almost impossible how this wouldn't happen and come with some normalized, right? Yeah. Now, yes, it's a slippery slope. But I think the biggest thing you have to do is judge if this person is someone who you think would become attached in a way that would make it inappropriate to work with them. Yeah, you do not. Or, you do not want someone. Or. Are you the type of person to do that? Because, hey, be honest with yourself. If you're the type of person who's not going to want to see this person after they don't want to hook up with you or you don't want to hook up with them again, know that about yourself and then be like, all right, not a good idea. Yeah. As I would said in her speech at graduation, it's really boring up there. you should know yourself. It is. The rain is coming down. I apologize if you can hear this. Um, yeah. But you, you got to realize who you are and, and, and take your best guess at who they are. You do not want to find yourself running into an awkward encounter at work because that will get yeah. the other co-workers' attentions. Also, like, what kind of job do you have, you know? 
That's another big thing. Yeah. I think like how, some, how much day-to-day are you with this guy? I think there's some jobs where it's almost encouraged that if the employees are hooking up, right? Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think you could find yourself in a situation like that. I th- um, yeah. But, I mean, a lot of jobs, probably not. I, I don't think it's the best look in the world to, to dip the pen and company ink, but if you think it's worthwhile and you, you think that you two could enhance your uh, abilities at, in, in the workspace yeah. as well as in the social space... I think it is a um, a good route to go, but yeah, you know, not everyone's uh, compatible, and not everyone is capable of uh, you know moving past personal relationships. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a um, a situation in which uh, mm-hmm. oh, we're getting water. I'm just gonna go solo. Uh, <laughs> you know, this kind of ties into our last question about rejection. It's it is kind of a, a thing of, you know, if you were good with, with the rejection part of it, then, hey, maybe that person is good with the rejection part too. Because I feel like if you're asking this question right now, you're in the position where it's up to you whether you guys are going to get going yeah. or not. It, it seems like that the other in the situation is, is more interested than, than you are than yeah. you are so hey good for you good to be in that position good for you we always love the um, counter chum yeah so I would just say assess the situation assess the guy yeah um, is it worth it is it worth it because your uh, professional career uh, could be affected by this could be affected yeah and reputations follow yeah and, and, and many times proceed mm-hmm. so <laughs> I'll leave it at that yeah I don't have any uh personal experience uh you know with chumming in the workspace yeah chumming in the workspace but i did work at a bar once where uh a serious you know actually i was like laying but nothing happened um but uh yeah you can do the sport chum route yeah you could always keep it interesting and never do anything about it that all i i, I, I honestly that might be the best recommendation you get you know because <laughs> you, you get the entertainment from the chum but you don't have to fucking like deal with the deal repercussions with it, yeah. And it's always a little confidence booster too, you know. Yeah, and you're, on the hook. you're excited to go into work, you know, keep people on their toes, keep yeah. yourself on your toes. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like a it's like a very like you know, uh, Carrie Bradshaw. No, who's the person from Sex in the City? Whatever that uh, is, I, you, I can't say I've seen you know, you know that that thing. Anyway, but um, yeah, I was working at a bar once, and uh, they uh, this, there was a two people who worked there who were hooking up, and uh, he just like kind of left for another city. Couldn't say she was too happy that next day. And uh, I would say it affected the schedule a little bit on, <sighs> on who was working each shift, yeah. So yeah, you don't want that, especially in like a business professional environment. Like yeah. your boss is not going to be happy with you if, if, no. you're, if you're bringing in complications to the office. If, you're, if, if you go through something and you bring your, your baggage in. Yeah, that was something I dealt with a few months ago with interviewing for a place. Was it the, I, was, I was getting rumors that the, the uppers were were a little uneasy about the amount of young people who were working there. It's definitely a... Because a, they were like, hey, man, these guys might all start fucking each other. You know? <laughs> it's a reasonable concern. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. young and hungry. In multiple ways. Yeah. Professionally, socially. Sexually. Sexually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we might not be able to rock something on Halloween that's too convincing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or else we might fall into this trap ourselves with with whoever else is, you know, in the job market there. Yeah, I, I think back to the chef idea of going as a chef, you want to, it's going to be interested to see how the waiters the might waiter, start hitting on you. Yeah, yeah, interact with you. <laughs> so you say, this is dangerous to the workspace, I'm going to do the restaurant business a favor and not be a chef. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give chefs a bad name that night. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to dip my pen in a company ink that I, I frankly don't even work for that company. <laughs> yeah. You already start causing problems and you're not even employed by them. That'd be crazy. Imagine you worked at like a financial firm or something and you just started coming in every day and just like literally just like, like, just like spitting game. Spitting game. You end up time. like having like multiple social relationships and they all like start pitting against each other and the boss comes out and he's like, who are you guys talking about? We're talking about like, like that guy over there. It's like, dude, he doesn't even work here. <laughs> yeah. It's like I've been wondering who that guy is. It's like this guy has just been impersonating someone working here just to like hook up with people in the office. <laughs> the office chummer. 
Oh no, is this serial office chummer? <laughs> yeah. I, like that'd be like a crazy like espionage show. It's like this guy just goes into workplace like chums <laughs> just has utter confidence to, to make it seem like he works there yeah have that guy's confidence that's how you deal with rejection because <laughs> someone like that has dealt with some rejection in his life and he's better for it yeah he you know he's smart though he skipped the whole interview process <laughs> <laughs> he got right he got right into the uh yeah. situation that are uh valuable listeners and yeah yeah, yeah yeah i i'm excited though for uh i'm excited to see what happens like keep yeah us, keep us in touch let's definitely get a follow-up email with how this for week sure goes. get follow-up emails and i mean if it goes well and you know the wedding is on labor day like invite us um but if it doesn't go well and we're you're a guest on the next pod because you're now also looking for a new job uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, let us know that too um great question yeah great question good luck and uh keep this guy on his toes seems like you got the power in the situation yeah Hundred um, percent, and uh, yeah, that's that's the questions I have for uh, for today. What are we at, dude? Oh, I wow. think I think we we are uh, finished up here. Are we finished up? I think so. We've hit the hour mark. Uh, we love the questions. Yeah, that was I, great. I love the question aspect to this episode. Dude, honestly, give us any question you have. Hopefully, we gave like good advice. That's job hunt at bd job hunt bd lonnie at, at gmail dot com. Um, the uh, inbox is always receptive. Yeah. So, well, like, honestly, just ask us any questions and keep them in a professional angle. But like, we yeah, we are more than happy to help. Yeah. Um, and to finish off, I mean, I guess I'll just read it again. It is with passion, courage of conviction, and strong sense of self that we take our next steps into the world, remembering that first impressions are not always correct. You must always have faith in people. And most importantly, you must always have faith in yourself. Have a great week, guys. Have a great week.